Smoking Fatigue is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. No copyrights, animal rights, or Miranda rights will be infringed upon at any time. This program is not meant to diagnose, treat, or prevent any literary conditions. Please check with your doctor before reading any books. Please be advised that plot lines and such will be discussed. The host will do their best to alert you of any potential spoilers with, say, a very annoying, a very annoying sound effect. One or two spoilers might slip through. We apologize for any inconvenience, mental distress, or property damage this may cause. So, personally, I feel that a brown suit is so out of style. Like, that's, that's years ago. He's like right. 19... Like, 70s? Yeah, 70s for sure. Because you get to the 80s and it's all about neon and, mm. like, bright colors. And so like each generation can have their, the man in the, bla- the blank suit. Right. Is there such thing as a pretty brown? No. No. No, that's called... Uh, Blarf. Black. Blarf. <laughs> the color, the man in the blarf suit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Welcome to Don't Drink the Tea. The Agatha Christie uh, podcast where we review it one by one and we're still I'm Josh, and this is my last episode. We did that really well. I'm I, Charlotte, I, and I, I stand I, behind I only, you. I only I'm, caught the first few I'm words. Zach, and I mumbled the entire thing. <laughs> and we approve this message. And welcome to a very special episode of Don't Drink the Tea. Is it? Yes. Is it special? Because I was excited earlier, and you guys, like, shut me down. Well, well I... Because you were talking at, like, like if if there was a scale of 1 to 10 of how loud someone could be... You were at 25. Like, yeah, 25. Aw. We like excitement, Why but I, just I was afraid you were going to break the, the device. So that doesn't, like, capture the amount of the excitement. The device. <laughs> the reason it's such a special episode... We've had guest stars before. We've had... Well, we one. only had one guest star before. <laughs> We're gonna have more. We've guest had guest star. We've had guest star. Not before. after this one though, because there's not gonna be another one. But this day, <laughs> this week, time, this time, we have a guest this star. A special time from across the globe, <laughs> all the way from Japan. It's Seth. <laughs> Say something. Are you there? And he's I'm gone. I'm allowed to talk now. I'm allowed to talk now. <laughs> How you doing? Okay. Good. To, good to hear it. Hi, Seth. I'm really excited Hi. to talk to you. Hi. <laughs> Again, you don't need to yell. He's literally. It's a. It's a phone call. Okay. So you're across the world right now, and you're also in the future, right? Oh yeah. This is actually uh, Monday right now. So what are things like? Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday. We night. have flying cars now. No, it's Friday Ooh. here. Stop. <laughs> you're two whole days ahead. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Three. Wait, wait, what? Sex, bad at math. <laughs> and tomorrow, we do linear time. So, um, thank you for joining us on Don't Drink the Tea. Thank you for having me. So, Seth, you, uh, you've been a fan of Don't Drink the Tea, or you've listened to Don't Drink the Tea is a better way to say it. I have definitely listened to it. <laughs> and so, uh, I asked <laughs> thank him... Thank you for clarifying. I asked him if he wanted to take part in a book, and I, I think I chose this one for you to read, right? Or a couple, and he chose this uh, one from the group. I asked for a recommendation, I think. Okay, yeah. You recommended this one? This was just one of the ne- next few. I said this one, Secret of Chimneys, and this is the one I picked. Oh, okay. Had you read this one before, Seth? I had never read this one. And, Ooh. um... I've read a few of her books. I, I don't remember how many, maybe three or four. But uh, I don't know. Am I allowed to go into the, the story about me reading this yet? Do I have to wait? You can go ahead and tell that story. Yeah. Okay, I like so, this story. Uh, I decided to read this book. And as you can probably tell, you can't just go down to the local library in Japan and find an English copy of Agatha Christie. Weird. <laughs> well, that, Agatha Christie is actually very popular in Japan. Really? The Japanese. They have Japanese versions. Oh. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, so the J- Japanese <laughs> oh. translations, they have those, but <laughs> I didn't read it in Japanese, so. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I searched for a while, and surprisingly, I found a copy, and I was excited. I read the book. I got to the end of the book, and I realized something was strange. What was it? <laughs> and... and <laughs> Uh, for one thing, I, I thought, I remember Agatha Christie being a little more difficult than this. Just, I mean, a little bit. It's not, like, crazy 
uh, like it's not like reading Shakespeare, but true. It's not. I don't remember the English being that easy. Mm. <laughs> well, you've been and away so, from English for a while, so. <laughs> and so I send Josh a, a text message. I say, Josh, how many pages is this book? He's like, I, I don't have my copy on me, but like, I guess two fifty something like that, two fifty three hundred. Like, huh? This one was only a hundred and some pages. <laughs> Hmm. And then I'm looking at it, and I have at the back of the book some English expressions explained. <laughs> and I looked up the book. I thought it was just that this book was. Uh, I, I thought it was just the publisher who published the book again later. Uh, looking it up, it was something Collins version. Harper and Collins. This is for English language learners. Oh. Do you know English better now? Make it easier for people who are learning English. So it cut out a lot of the story. Oh yeah, it cut out a whole bunch. So I had to read the book again. So you probably Ooh. like know more about this book than we do, having read it. Well, read most of it. I definitely know more than twice. Zach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's easy. <laughs> Wait, could you send me the the oh. easy version? <laughs> so basically, I, I read the I read the Spark Notes. And then the that's real basically thing. what the first part was. Right. The book is about uh, Anne. What's her last name? Bedingfield. Anne Bedingfield. It doesn't even matter. Who is uh, a an adventurous young lady who is bored and obnoxious. Her dad. Stop. Well, see, <laughs> already we have differing uh, opinions. Her dad just died. Was that it? And he studied skulls, like yeah, like bones. Neolithic man or something. Yeah, yeah, because she makes reference to that a lot. Zach's and, making um, a great face, just so you know. She's waiting for something to happen into her happen in her life. She's not sure where to go next now that, now that this is done. Um, and that's when she's in... Charlotte keeps doing the wrap-it-up motion, and I've just started <laughs> explaining what the book is. It's weird, because like, the whole time she's like, are we going to start yet? Are we going to start yet? Are we going to start yet? And then yet? she's like, can we finish? Can we finish? I want to get to the part where we argue. I'm bored. Look, can we at least talk about what the book's about? <laughs> okay, what's the book about? She's at the train station, and, and a guy dies. Uh, a guy falls on the train tracks. It gets electrocuted. A doctor comes up uh, to look at him, but it's all a little fishy, and something falls out of his pocket, and she sees it, and it's the, this address. Was and it she, a fish? You read the book. Was it a fish in the in the junior version? <laughs> and a fish fell out of his pocket. Maybe. And so, so she takes that uh, opportunity and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go on an adventure. I'm gonna I'm gonna search this, find out what this is all about." That address leads her to another mystery. Uh, a dead woman was found uh, in this house that is owned by this rich guy. This house that nobody lives in yet. Um, so she goes to uh, investigate it. What am I missing? What other details? For just for like setting up the story. That was that was the main point, yeah, That's that the she point. was having this adventure in her life. And actually, which I think explains why it seemed a little strange to me. I, I felt like the rhythm to this one was really off. This was originally serialized. So it came out Oh yeah, out, and the adventurous. I read yes, that. Yes, and it came out like in weekly a weekly paper or a monthly mm-hmm. paper or something. So I think that's why it felt the pacing felt odd to me. That's mm-hmm. only, like, the least of the problems I have with this book, but... So, and uh, this book was... is Some of the, the details are based off of travels that Christy did with her first husband. Yes. Yeah, they went on a trip together while she was writing Poirot Investigates, and this book, a lot of the places they go to, the things they see, are based off of uh, things they saw on that trip. Yeah, on her world tour. Yeah, on her first world tour with her lousy husband. Who she didn't know was quite as So who is the man in the brown suit? The man in the brown suit was the guy that checked the body. Yeah. Right? And was the that guy... That doesn't give anything away. And the guy that leaves the uh, the house... I want to know what you think about this book. This, this... Okay. I wanted to say that... Isn't this the first story that's told from a woman's perspective? Because... Uh, ever? No, the first woman book... Woman first person? For Christy, yeah. <laughs> for Agatha Christie, Yeah. Uh, because the because the Poirot books are Hastings first person narrative. Yeah. I think so. Secret adversary I'm was something. yeah. This is the first one. Secret adversary was third person. Yeah, so this has yeah. got to be the first. Yep. Well, you've got the list, but I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I'll check it. I'll just double check real quick. Hang in there. Yeah. Dead air. It's the first. It's the first. <laughs> okay, so I like that, and 
Obviously, I've had caffeine. That's why I'm trying to rush stuff around. Obviously, me and Charlotte disagree on that, but I do like Anne's character. I felt like if I knew Anne as a person, that I probably would be crushing on her, and I definitely wouldn't have any chance. Oh, that, right. I kind of thought she was a little bit, like, emotionless. She was a female Hastings. No way! <laughs> you're so... You're just saying that, because I liked her. Don't yell, son. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> so I like Anne. Um... The mystery... You liked the legs, didn't you? Oh, yeah. No. Sir Eustace did. Isn't that what Sir Eustace <laughs> okay, says? Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll say one thing. I think that the way Anne appeared to other people and then the way that she appeared in her internal monologue were very different. Yeah. I think uh, on the outside, she was very likable, but the stuff that was going on inside her of her head annoyed the crap out of me. Okay. Well, I don't all agree. About outward appearance. Yes, <laughs> so, we know this. I liked her personality. I liked her inner monologue, and... That was one of the things when I first read it, I didn't like when it interrupted for Sir Eustace. Cause... Oh, because you're all about oh, his feelings, was the best. I forgot. Yeah, I like I her his narrative. Me too. The Thank first you, time. Oh my gosh, he's what? such. Anyway, <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, so I liked that because I liked her character. And the mystery itself isn't that interesting, like the question of it, but I like the adventure they go on to figure it out. And like the friends she gets and the people that she's afraid of. Or that she's suspicious of, I mean. Yeah. All those things. Those are interesting to me. Um, the first time I read it, I did not like Sir Eustace, and I was annoyed every time it interrupted the narrative. But the second time around, I like what she did with the characters. Like, uh, how they were, what are that, what's it called? They were, like, you know, contrasting each other. Uh-huh. Uh, and it went back and forth with their narratives, which was interesting. Yes. Uh, device that she used. And uh, the way he viewed her, the way she viewed him, and... I don't know if you read this when you read the, the fun facts that he was based off of a friend that the family friend that they yes. had. And she said like how that guy was so childish and, and mean, but so inspirational mm-hmm. that she made this character for him, which, which makes it nice, but that he's a com- real person comparing. Yeah. And I can't help but do this just because I read them so close together, comparing this one with the next one we're going to do chimneys. There's a character in there and I know we'll talk about it later that I love 10 times more than Sir Eustace, but mm. him by himself, there's nothing wrong with him. Mm. So. But I so I don't think I would have disliked Sir Eustace just the first time I read it. I remember being annoyed when his narrative came up because I missed the more adventurous part of Anne's because oh, Sir Anne, Eustace wasn't. Please come back to shut me. Shut up! Because Sir Eustace's <laughs> adventures weren't. I mean, his narratives weren't part of the adventure. His was like you know, objectifying so his secretary for a long time and complaining about all of his like old woman not being hot enough for him. So those parts were a little annoying. Sir Eustace was hilarious. But I let yeah, but I liked him in comparison to Anne being that like the old pig man and like what it pig man, big man, pig man. So that was my feelings about her. So I can I can stop with that and move on to somebody else. You you or Seth? Uh yeah, uh, Seth, what was your overall takeaway? What did you feel about uh, Anne? Start with that. Uh, about Anne and Sir Eustace? Anne, just Anne first. Okay, so... Um, I'm going to be all by myself. At first, while I was reading this, especially in the... Uh, Thanks, man. In the English reader's version, <laughs> the college version, I was like, man, this, this girl is heartless. Because the way it puts it in the first couple chapters, uh, she's talking about her time with her father... And different things. Oh, yeah, then, she didn't seem too heartbroken about then, her dad dying, did she? Well, here's, here's the thing. She doesn't seem too heartbroken in the, original, in the actual version, but in the English reader's version, uh, basically she says, uh, poor Papa, he had pneumonia. He died four days later. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't talk about him at all. Oh, afterwards. in the junior version. The actual version... The actual version, it's not much more heart, but it, the quote was, I think, oh, I wrote this down. It says, poor Papa, he never had a chance. It was double pneumonia. He died four days later. Well, you get a couple extra words there. <laughs> he never had a chance. Maybe they weren't that words, close. <laughs> a couple more words, and it's just like, but yeah, that's isn't that heartless? Dot, dot, dot. And there's no explanation in the reader's version as to why she felt this way. About her dad. At least... In the actual version, she says, we were more, we, we didn't have a loving relationship. We weren't close. Oh. I just took care of him. Right. Basically. That makes sense. 
not a father-daughter relationship. So it made sense that she was like, oh, well, it was sad. But I'm not broken up because we didn't really love each other. We just kind of lived together. Uh, Throughout the book, though, how'd you feel about her besides that? I, I found a few of the things she said amusing, such as describing herself. She says, I'm not a sentimental girl. I'm a hard, what, what did she say? She said, I'm a hard-headed mercenary shrew. <laughs> no wonder I'm crushing on her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that explains a lot. Dash likes the tough girls. Yes, I do. I, was, I, I would have no chance with her, no way. She'd be like, I'm just going to end up taking care of you like I did my dad. Like, get out of my way. You're so weak. <laughs> Please, nurse me back to health. She did say one funny thing that I liked, and I don't know if you said this or not, Seth, because it was probably like unnecessary dialogue, but someone asked uh-huh. her if she was, does nothing frighten you? And she said, oh, yes, wasps, sarcastic women, very young men, cockroaches, and superior shop assistants. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that and found that amusing. Yes. That I was feel good. like there was a lot of Christy in her, that she was finally doing the first-person well, woman narrative. I feel like that was a lot of it. The sarcasm, the I want to go travel and do stuff like that. I feel like there was a lot of Christy in her. Yeah. I, just one more, one more quote. This is the last quote um, from Anne that I found amusing. She says, I was not giving in. I disliked Chichester. He had false teeth that made a noise when he ate. Many men have been hated for less. <laughs> That's a good line. That's true. That's a good line. That is a good line. So, yeah, I liked um, her, her summary of how people were. Like her quick, her, what do you call them? Quick takes? Whatever they were. Her judgments of people. Yes. Her they were very of, real. Yeah. They were very real. Or whatever you call them. Uh, I found those amusing, but I also felt like she was very naive. I can see that. Nave. Uh, she, she was, I, well, how would you describe it? Uh, so my, my take on Anne was she was sassy but naive. What I think was so nice about Tuppence is the way that Tommy was. I liked Tommy's character a lot. So you didn't even like Tuppence but at all? The, Just no, no, the no, man? I liked the, they were a nice play together. I think that Anne and the man that she is so stupidly and shallowly and like ridiculously obnoxiously in love with is just like such a poor choice and like a really bad person. Oh yeah, their romance didn't make much sense, but it was like It was horrible. Of the time when people fall in love after 5 minutes. But it was in a, books. they didn't even do it well. But her as a character besides that, you haven't given anything. No, I still don't I just don't care for. Her. You just haven't given any good reasons. I think she was selfish. And didn't mm-hmm. really care about anybody else so much but herself, which is the definition of selfish, so I'm going to reiterate it again. <laughs> I feel like she wanted things for herself. Thank she didn't you. share well. <laughs> well, I, you I know, you're in Japan. So. <laughs> okay, so why don't you guys uh, fanboy over Sir Eustace for a while then? So, okay, that's the cool thing about this book, though. That was cool, that the narration was shared with Anne and then the guy that owned the house that a dead woman was found in, which was the second part of the mystery, uh, it jumps over to his narration, like his diaries, right? Yeah. His journals. Uh, it went from her to him, and you got like two different perspectives because you got what she thought of Sir Eustace and then what Sir Eustace thought of her. So I think that was a cool thing that Christy tried out. Yeah, and they were so totally different. Yeah. As in like, con- that just was a even cool like, the, um, like the specs of them as a character. Like she was a young woman and he was like an older dirty very man. yeah <laughs> no he just wow. talked about all all of the women the same way the, the everything That's he said true. was all about like well she was ugly but at least she could do this and this uh-huh. and this but it was always about that so that's not an accurate uh, interpretation of no, what's was, going on inside every man's head at all that, times well sure yeah <laughs> doesn't mean he was likable though seth what did you think of sir eustace uh i thought he was hilarious for one thing uh-huh <laughs> And he was very, he was very truthful. Yes. Very uh, honest. Uh, one thing that he said in his, in his, what, what was it, a diary? I got, if, if anyone reads this diary, they will find out exactly what I know about everyone else. And they'll know nothing about me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it will, there is no incriminating evidence about me or anything, but they will know exactly how I feel about everyone. And I think that kind of filled in the blanks for you, knowing yep. his opinion about everybody and everybody's legs. And I loved that. <laughs> I love the relationship he, he only between. Only felt strongly about one woman's legs. 
She had the best legs on the ship, is what he said. That, yes, yes, you did. You I liked um, the 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 war, the ongoing like war between him and his secretary. Which mm-hmm. he has a lot of secretaries, which fits into the plot as well. Cat, uh-huh. there's cat. And um, that the guy Paget. Yeah. Who is actually, I think, my favorite character in this book. Guy Paget, Guy yeah. Fieri. Yes, Guy Fieri. We're going out <laughs> looking for diners, drive-ins, <laughs> and dives. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> because he was so... Like, uh, <laughs> this is the only way I ever get to talk. So. <laughs> oh, come on. I could blame the victim. <laughs> Just move past it. Move past it. Because he was so obnoxious, and the things that Sue used to said about him were always really fun. Yeah. Like, he was always trying to, like, knock him off guard or, like, make him um, crack, and he just couldn't do it. He, like, I did never like, won against him, yeah, and that I was did so like, fun. Yeah, I did like everything uh, he said about that guy. Very much a straight man. And then the next line is, the only amusing thing about this fellow is his face. He has the face of a 14th century poisoner, the sort of man a king might send out to murder his enemies. Yeah. Mm. I remember that. It's a little bit different in the actual version. That's the... English reader's version, but it was amusing nonetheless. Yeah, he is a very funny character. And then when he finds out about the murder, uh, both both versions are actually amusing because the guy comes in and he says, uh, I, I'll just give you the... I don't remember exactly what was said. He says, comes in and says, oh yeah, by the way, somebody was murdered in your house. And in the English reader's version, he goes, how rude! <laughs> <laughs> How rude! In the, nice. in the actual version, I found it even more amusing when he goes, "What colossal cheek!" <laughs> yes. Oh what yeah, we music. talked about that phrase in uh, that, Secret Adversary. That translates what that to meant. Uh, how rude. Yeah, how impertinent, how <laughs> yes, rude. Yeah. It translates apparently to how in the, rude. In the Mary Kate Ashley Olson Ashley Olson version. How rude! How rude. The, the Full House how edition rude. of the Agatha Christie's books. <laughs> Everywhere you look, there's a dead body. Okay, now that was good. <laughs> so, okay, so the both of, yeah, so you guys liked him, I liked her. We liked the the way that the book interacted with those two characters. Um how know, how did we feel go ahead. No, how do we feel about what? I was meant the whole book like how it all came together. Oh. Eh. I felt like they rushed the end and I they? feel like she made it deliberately confusing and not in a good way. And there was a whole chunk in the middle that was completely unnecessary where, like, everything was happening, like, day after day, like, really fast-paced, like, oh, within two weeks, all of this stuff had happened, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, I've been gone for three months, and nobody cared, and no one came and looked for me, and, like... (laughs) Like, like a fourth of your year is gone, and it was, like, not important to the plot at all. It was... That part was just, like, tripe. Like, where she's on the island for three months, and it's like... Mm. Why? With Why did no one yeah. tell you? Um, you know what? We don't need all this nonsense right here. But they left it in, and it then was... someone—it was like no one will ever find us. Oh look, here comes a boat. What? What was that about? So this was serialized. So this was like the middle of the season where you're like, okay, get along with the story. That was the filler <laughs> of the season. Uh, really? Yeah. So that would have been like a whole episode, or that would have been a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, in a couple a episodes paper of that they were like. Why am I reading this? Right. I mean, it turned into a soap opera in the in the middle. Mm, I remember that reading that. I wish I had read the English reader's version. The island part is always the part that I remember and think, what did that have to do with the rest of it? Yeah, Nothing. I think what annoys me the most about this book, and maybe that's really not fair, and Seth, you can back me up on this or disagree with me, whichever you prefer. Disagree. Is... <laughs> Is that the... This is what we've been promising people, us uh, disagreeing, but we haven't done it yet. It's true. So we finally get to do it. You've usually been right, and I can agree with you, but now you're wrong, (laughs) and you're just your pure, like, oh, it's a girl, is blinding you. She's a good character. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Wow. Shots fired. She's a female Hastings. Okay. Go ahead, say what you're going to say. Well, I think that the Japanese version of this book is so much better. What was it called, Seth? Oh, yeah, yeah. There there was a, a book that was basically the same exact book. Yeah. Written recently. It was just written in modern times. By a Japanese author. Uh, oh, based yeah, on this book? Yeah, uh, uh, a famous Japanese writer. Hold on, I'll look it up on Google. How do it's, you not know uh, about this, Josh? You know, like, all Christie trivia. Uh, 
The author's name is Natsu Kirino. Let's go, Natsu. Natsu, good at Apparently, it wasn't that Anyway, she's, she was... Oh, well, she's still a famous mystery writer. She okay. started... She switched over to mystery in the 90s. And... And this because was, she was so good, her books also got, some of them also got translated into English. So it wasn't The Man in the Gray Suit, but what was the title? This, this was called The Goddess, The Goddess Chronicle. Oh, well, that makes sense because Anne thinks she's a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the name of the ship. Oh. The yeah. ship was The Goddess. You're really trying there. I like my version better. <laughs> but it was, it's basically the same book except for with japanese people oh, okay <laughs> yeah she goes to like a japanese so inn you had it's slightly different you had a how do woman you know about this was strangled in her room at a dokan oh excuse me seth a... uh josh seems to have a problem with the fact that uh, i know something he doesn't i just I, I don't know how you know about this japanese book <laughs> it doesn't make any sense was, i have gosh, friends in japan popular. like it came out only five or six years okay. ago we weren't friends back then, Josh. Us? <laughs> We're not friends after this. <laughs> okay. Uh, the show must go so, on. Okay, you don't know about this book, Josh? No, I never heard anything about it. No, this, it was, because it came out in Japanese in like 2008, uh-huh. but then it was released in English in in 2013. Oh. I'm totally Googling most of these facts. <laughs> right, he sounds like he's the expert. According to... Yes, yeah. I sound like an expert. Okay. No, I've but, never heard any uh, of that stuff. Anyway, this... So this... Yeah, this this Japanese writer, she, she released a lot of stuff. It was... I guess in the early 2000s, she was really... So is it like a tribute or a ripoff? That's what it is. Josh is too young for this. He doesn't... Oh, it's a before my time. Right. You guys are old. See, before they always... Time. I'm so glad you're here, Seth, because I all I get all the time is how old I am. Before your time. <laughs> as I'm reading this book. The 20s. Is this, so is it like viewed as a tribute or like a ripoff? If it's the same plot? Or does she not know? Was it a coincidence? Well, I, I, I read it and I didn't... Oh, you I read that too? Wow. I was reading an Agatha Christie book, basically. Uh, oh. Because I read this before when oh. I was learning Japanese. Oh. Reading this, I, I decided I'm going to read a Japanese book. And okay. so I tried to read this Japanese book. I'm like, this Japanese book is really hard. I'm going to read it in English. And I kind of stopped reading the Japanese version. Okay. But it was interesting, and it's basically the same exact thing, because you get this girl whose dad dies. He dies of cancer. <laughs> In four days. I miss him. She ends up, <laughs> Poor Papa. She ends up on a cruise, uh, like this 30-day cruise to Australia from Japan. And I'm so she gets mixed up can do with... The original murder, where the woman dies in a dokan or a Japanese inn. Oh, like the yeah, like the place. That and the inn is owns. owned by some famous businessman who's vacationing in the Maldives. That's exactly the same. And I can't get and, the names right. Of course, her name was it Anne. Was it you? It was like uh, Yui. Yui. Okay. Oh, that's where main, uh, Hey Yui, Yui comes from. Yeah, good one. <laughs> Basically, she gets mixed up in this thing on the ship with a mystery with diamonds and whatnot and then connecting several murders and basically it's the same book. So like and how I'm does surprised you read this, Josh. No, I didn't know anything about it. how does like the world view it then? Like is it like I mean, do they make the connection? Is that how you know, or are you are you the person that made this connection? Um you understand my question? I didn't think about it at the time. I mean, I thought about it when I was reading this. I mean, like... The brown suit. I guess what I'm asking <laughs> at, at is, time, like... I didn't know it was an Agatha Christie ripoff or tribute or whatever it was. Right. I guess what I'm asking is if, like, on, like, either one of theirs, like, Wikipedia page or facts about the book, do they say, this book is extremely similar to this other book? And, like, linking them. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, Wait, uh, what? I'll check. I'll check. <laughs> I'm, I'm phrasing this question really So poorly. in the, in the oh. Agatha Christie one, the, the man in the brown suit has, like, so many different names, which is another thing that kind of annoyed me, because sometimes I was like, I don't even really know who we're talking about, but what was the name of the guy in, in the one we were talking about? Seth? Is it Kenichi or Kenichi? Yeah. Kenichi. Kenichi. Okay. Mm. He was the man in the gray suit. Really bad pronunciation. (laughs) I feel like this should have. That's actually how they describe him. They describe him as being 
basically they're like yeah, he was a Japanese man wore a gray suit and well yeah that's what was it like a nondescript <laughs> gray it. suit and an even less noticeable black tie or something like that yeah uh, so it was like he's a Japanese man in his 30s with a undescript like a, with a gray suit and even less descriptive black tie yeah <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I did not know that Wow. We're basically saying every Japanese man ever. <laughs> and you can say that it's okay because you're there. He's not Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because okay. I live in Japan, so I can say things that you s- uh, did you say that already? might be considered racist or stereotypical about Japanese people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. So how did you feel about... How did you feel about the book... Sorry, the cat's trying to eat the cheesecake. Completely. The whole book. Don't tell people the cheesecake. Wait, which book are we talking about now? We got we got off on another book. Well, we have to go back to talk about the one that Josh actually knows about, so that he doesn't oh, feel yeah. left wow. out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was Josh out of the loop? I didn't know anything about this book. How do you not know about this book? It was super famous. I never heard anything about it. <laughs> I'm just. I guess I didn't. Josh know. is mainly you actually Agatha like Christie mystery and teen or dramas. Like, yeah. If you're supposed to be the authority on all things Agatha Christie. Well, Seth, he went through this period, we call it the Jane Austen years. I'm still oh, in those years, sweetie. that's sad. Well, <laughs> Agatha Christie didn't write the other book. Seth, you have no idea how happy I am you're here. You guys aren't allowed to be in the podcast together. You want to guest star next week? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I don't think you make that call. I think that's a, a, a unanimous decision that needs to be made. R- really? Unanimous? Yeah, next week we'll pick a book that only me and Charlotte have read. That's not Agatha Christie. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Drink the Tea, where we just pick any random book and Charlotte and Seth talk for an hour. This has a connection. Yes, it does. <laughs> so much attitude. You're making me out have more attitude than I have. <laughs> okay, so how, or how did you feel about The Man in the Brown Suit by Agatha Christie? Oh, uh, in 1925. Uh, I, I liked it. I mm. did like it. Uh, I thought it was ridiculous at times. Thank you. 1924. Uh, I liked the adventure. Uh, that was. I thought the adventure was fun. But I thought some of... Especially... Anne was a little bit ridiculous in how rash she was. When she got I that rash. I thought that... Uh, she she would make a decision like like oh yeah well rash and naive was the problem mm-hmm. yeah it's like you you have no reason to make this decision and things there kept is, working out no for her which was to annoying do what you're doing right now and and it's not just seeking adventure I understand that I understand oh now I'm seeking adventure so but it's like oh now I love him we're we're going to spend the rest of our lives together nice British accent. <laughs> That's well, exactly it wasn't how. Meant to be a British accent. It was meant to be a British accent. <laughs> oh, that's naive, annoying girl. Pretty much what she said. <laughs> yes, that's true. With absolutely uh, no I, I was, basis. I was annoyed. Annoyed a bit by Anne. Uh, I thought Sir Eustace was hilarious, though. Uh, a few of the same things that Anne said were entertaining, but all in all, I found that I was waiting for it to get back to Sir Eustace. Uh, yeah. The complete opposite of Josh. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. So, what would you give it out of five? Ah, that's tough. I was entertained. I was very much entertained. Uh, but it's not the best book I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I give it. I say it's a three, and I realize you can do a three point something but i don't think it's worth i don't think you can get the point something in there it's yeah. not that good mm-hmm. uh it's it's not bad enough to go to the twos but I, i'll give it a three i i i had fun reading it that's good but there was a lot of things that either annoyed me or i found and not necessarily plot holes but Things that she just decided not to explain. Yes, it felt a little lazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's a good word. I get for that. It. A lot it of thrillers get that way. Yep. So yeah, I'll give it a three, three point, three point oh. I think I agree completely with your rating. A lot, of, yeah, a lot of it is like ridiculous, 
the thrillers that she didn't like think out as much as she did her mysteries, which is a shame because of how well the mysteries are usually plotted, every little detail, mm-hmm. and the thrillers seem like they're thrown together. But by myself in this, I did like Anne, and I was, I didn't like, the first time I didn't like when it went back to Sir Eustace, but I appreciated it the second time. I liked what she was, because I saw the purpose. She was, uh, what she did with the two characters, and seeing it the same thing from two different points of view, I think was pretty cool. So I enjoyed that. The mystery wasn't that interesting, but the adventure was fun to read about. So I'd give it three stars, too. Well, considering no one cares what I think, but I'm going to say it anyway. (laughs) Those are all good points. But considering, not just considering everything that Agatha Christie wrote, because you can't judge by her later stuff and no. just be like, oh, this was so lame. But given what she has done prior to this book, I have to say 2.5. I'm not sure where I'm going to be able to put it on the rankings. Because, <laughs> well, we don't have to all agree. Well, True. make an average. An or average. Zach rate it. Zach, what do you rate it? Um, well, tiebreaker. Here's the thing. Tiebreaker. <laughs> They agree and you don't. Oh, there's How four. The <laughs> yeah, we both say three. Math is hard. <laughs> so Zach's on our side. <laughs> Wait, I'm just on the side of math at this point. <laughs> That's good. So what Charlotte said was inaccurate. I just had to point that out. Oh um, my this gosh. Book. So INTPs. Well, here's the thing. I this I wanted to say this earlier. But the debate between you guys, whether Anne was a good character or not, uh-huh. it really just falls down to the type of people that you both enjoy. Yeah. Because <laughs> Josh really I like enjoys power, like, powerful, <laughs> sassy women. And Charlotte is like, oh, I ain't got time for that. Because I agree that she's naive and the, the whole romance thing is so stupid. But I overlook that because of that. I like because the girls. character. Because she's a girl. Because <laughs> I like her character, her because monologue. <laughs> um. Overall, based on your all's arguments, I'd have to say I have no clue, because none of you gave it a thrilling review, <laughs> and I can't be the one that gives it a subpar like rating, because I have no idea what it is. Well, in the list of what we have right now, I absolutely put it on the bottom, under whatever the heck was the last thing that was on the bottom. I can't, I could never ever see it under links. You gotta give it better than links. Re- oh, I can take right. it being Let me think. Give me second a- worst. Give I me a minute. It. Give me a minute, okay? Give me a minute. Dum, okay. dum, 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 Number one is Adversary. Number two is Styles. Number three is Poirot Investigates. Number four is Man in the Brown Suit. Man, what did I Man say? Man in the Brown Suit. I started saying brown with an accent and then I just went for it. Man in the Brown Suit. And number five would be Murder on the Lynx as the, as the worst of the of so far. That is my proposal. I guess just for simple subject matter and the fact that this book was less boring than uh, Lynx. That I I would I would agree to that. We got it. Don't look Woo. so happy. <laughs> cool. I could I could take that. So uh, our guest star has a game. Woo! Or no, wait. There's a story involved. Yes, oh, and there, there's a story with this game. So, All right, don't take uh, too long. We're already up to like fifty minutes. Wow. Okay, so quick story. Uh, Josh was supposed to send me a list. And of, I kept forgetting. Uh, of slang british slang that christy uses in her books uh-huh. and he never sent it to me nice that's one thing my bad another thing is i prepared a game and then uh two days ago my computer died oh. and i lost all of my files oh and wow. i no longer have the game well that's and sad by itself is while we were doing this podcast i made the game again Wow! Nice. This time it's a little bit different. <laughs> well, we don't know the difference, so yeah, we'll never. We so wouldn't he, know what we were missing. That's intense, okay, man. So he, here's the game. Was it uh, that boring? It originally had multiple choice, but I forgot the multiple choice. So you guys are just gonna have to guess randomly. Okay. Uh, and all three of you can play. Okay. And uh, so the game is sometimes Christy uses slang in her books, and. Because most of these are from the 1920s. Like, this book was 1922. Is that what it was? When she starts out. So it's in the 1920s. So, British 1920s slang and current 1920s slang is very different. Current 1920s? Are you a year ahead of us? (laughs) Wait. What? 
<laughs> oh, 20, 2020s. It's like... <laughs> Uh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> so, current British slang and 1920s British slang very different. Are um, you in an Are you in an alternate universe? How different was I am in the future, by the way. That's true. We talked about we, that. We already talked about this. Uh, how different was 1920s British slang and 1920s American slang? Oh. oh. <laughs> and. How much? How well do you know it? So originally, I was going to say this Man. was the British slang, and which one of these was the American slang version of that? Okay, the equivalent, yeah. But Josh didn't give me any of those British slangs. My bad. Kept trying. I had so, the list on paper. Then I decided I was going to do the American slang. I'll give you one word, and then I'll give you four multiple choices, and you can choose which one it is. Okay. Go for uh, it. But then I lost all of that. <laughs> right. So now. During this podcast, I made just a list of five different words, and you guys are going to have to randomly guess, and I'll just see how the closest person wins. That'll be me. Uh, No multiple choice. (laughs) So this is 1920s American slang. I have five five words. I will tell you if it is a noun or a verb. Okay. Uh, That makes it easier. That makes a big difference. A something or two something. Okay. So, the first word is to dance. It's a verb. To dance? What did 1920s slang, in 1920s slang, he's going to dance. I'll use in a sentence. Oh, so I guess it doesn't mean to dance. He was going (laughs) to hang. Uh, Zach, what's your guess? Uh... (laughs) He was going... I, I want all of you to guess. <laughs> he was going to... Uh, I don't know. Uh, Josh, you go. You guess first. Um, Sorry, Josh. Uh, like in like the gangster movies that I've never seen, but I saw The Mask, when like, oh. they shoot at you and you dance, so he's going to be shot that. at. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that, but I didn't say it. I should have said so it. So you're gonna, wow. he's going to be shot at. He's, okay. He's going to well, be that, making that furniture. I, I just said he's going to dance. It could be he's dancing. Okay. He could um, also be that. He's... So Josh's is he's being shot at. Charlotte's is he's going to get hung. And uh, going to uh, eat lunch. He's going to get lunch. He's going to lunch. Yep. Okay, and the winner for number one is Charlotte. Yay! Wow, what wow a surprise. surprise, surprise. To dance means to, to get hung. Oh, you actually knew that one. I'm uh, actually surprised. Yay me! I read a ton of like the the noir, the pulp fiction. And me Boring. and Zach saw the mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Okay, right, so let's uh, just recap. I'm winning. Second Go point. on. So apparently Charlotte has one point. I should probably be keeping track. No. <laughs> At the end, just say Zach won. <laughs> okay. Forget the first Got round. It. That was practice. Okay, number two. I picked this word only because I thought Josh would like it. I'm not going to put it in a sentence. Good. I'm a little <laughs> scared. I'm just going to tell you it's a noun. Okay. What is a dingus? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Josh does like well, it. Well, dingus nowadays <laughs> would be an, mean an idiot, but I feel like it wouldn't mean that now. I feel like I mean, it had then. a slightly different flavor back then. Yeah, like, you a dingus. It was someone... <laughs> it was someone... Oh man, I'm I'm just totally making stuff up at this point, but I feel like it was someone who was connected to law enforcement in some way, like another derogatory term, like flatfoot. But I'm probably really wrong. So moving on, Zach. I'm, I'm okay. gonna guess it's like so, so some kind of a, some kind of a detective or related to the police force is Charlotte's answer. Yes, uh, the dingus is here. Josh or Zach? Zach. Um, I'm gonna guess because. Dingus kind of sounds like dinghy, like a small boat. <laughs> I kind of thought about that. I'm going to guess that it's like like the small, useless boat on like a bigger boat. That's good. Oh, like a lifeboat okay. or something. Yeah. Something, something to do with a boat. Yep. I, I'll give you a, a very, uh, yeah, I, if it has anything to do with the boat, you win. Nice. <laughs> I'm doubting it does I, now. Yeah, like the fact that he said that makes it sound like it has nothing to do with the boat. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go like completely on the opposite and you're going to guess lunch. From people. <laughs> so she said people, because I already thought I was an idiot, but I guess it's not that. Or not a detective. So maybe it's an object. A dingus. A dingus. A dingus. It, it is, in fact, a person, place, or thing. Right, right. So a hammer. 
a hammer. Yeah. Dingus. So we have a, a Sean wow. said a basically a detective. Zach says something with a boat. Josh says a hammer. The way you well, say Josh that makes it sound like mine's right. Closest. Josh was closest. What? What? Uh, in that it is a thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a boat's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dingus just meant a thing, an object. Oh, literally just a thing. I should have stopped. Oh. <laughs> I should have stopped before my guess. Can you hand me that dingus? Oh, okay. Oh. And you could have got a hammer. You could have got a small boat. You could have got a detective. Well, you guys get to split that point then. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay, I'll give, I'll give them each half a point. Nice. Nice. You're a good guy. We'll combine them and we can beat her. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Josh will exactly win half a point. So, yeah, okay. Uh, dingus was just a thing. Got it. Oh. Nice. Uh, number three uh, is another noun. Okay. It is a flat tire. Oh, flat tire. But that's a flat loaded. tire. So uh, I'll put it in a sentence. I had a flat tire yesterday. I'm imagining that it's like this is an actor or an actress saying this, right? And it means a bad performance. Oh, that is very okay. I like it. intelligible. That's Zach's guess. <laughs> You're so laughing, some, and I know it's wrong. Sometimes that they have to do with like something with your feet or shoes. Like you broke a heel. I'll say you broke a heel. <laughs> broke a heel. Okay. I got a flat tire because I know a lady would have said that back in 1920s <laughs> America. I got a flat tire. I'm really, really mad because I know I know this one and I cannot remember it for the life of me. So, so anything I wrong. say is going to be <laughs> stupid and I don't, I I don't remember. I'm going to say it means that you're broke, but I know okay. I'm wrong. I got a broke. I got a broke yesterday. Like I ran out of money I, yesterday. I, ha- I had a I had a broke yesterday. <laughs> like I ran out of money uh, yesterday or my wallet was empty. Yes. You know that, right? What? I said it's a noun. Oh. Being broke is a verb. <laughs> How about that? Too late. She put her answer in. Yeah. What is it? Okay. Uh well, what did Zach say? He said bad performance. I remember. Bad performance. So Zach was the closest. Ooh. Ooh. No way. Uh, a flat tire was a disappointing date. Oh, oh. they should bring that back. Nice. <laughs> I was. I guess I was kind of close. I had a flat tire yesterday. Oh, it was I like a disappointing it. Disappointing date. So it yeah, it was. I'll give Zach that for the closest. Hashtag flat Woo. tire. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. They get an app called Flat Tire where you only have. Date. They only match you with bad dates. Wow, Zach's the ringer. Wow. Why would you want that? <laughs> so currently, the score is Charlotte and Josh one. Zach. Oh uh, no, sorry, Charlotte one. Zach 1.5 and Josh 0. 0.5. You're in the lead. <laughs> Way to go, Zach. Two more. I know all the things. Uh, number four is uh, Ingbing. Ingbing? It's a it's a a, it's a noun. Is it I, Bing? I had I had an Ingbing. <laughs> an Ingbing. Ingbing. Is it Klingon? Is it 1920s American <laughs> Klingon? <laughs> Is it some sort uh, of infection? Minus points for thinking it's Klingon. Stage three Ingbing. <laughs> that seems unfair. <laughs> Man, you picked really good ones. Uh, Ingbing. I'm going to say... What did you say? What was the sentence? I had an Ingbing? I had an Ingbing. I had a, an idea. Like an inkling. Idea. Okay. Okay. That sounds uh, right. Next? Who's next? Uh, me. Charlotte. Not Charlotte. I don't know the order. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say that it was, it's something either to do with food or drink. Like That's what I was thinking. I thought about a drink. Okay, well, I'll say okay. drink and then you can have food. Oh. If, unless you want to change it. Say a hot it. dog. Fine. I'm going to say it's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to go down to the, to the hot dog stand and get us an Ing Bing. The Ing Bing stand. It's not an Ing Bing uh, stand. Sorry, it it's a specific kind of hot dog. dog. It would be the Ing Bing It's got stand. relish on top like, and bottom. <laughs> I like relish on my English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> worst okay, accent. so for this one, Josh was the closest. No. Makes sense. Uh, but it wasn't an idea. It was to have a fit. Oh. Oh. A fit. I had a fit. I had an Ingbing. Huh. They should bring that back. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> Never. <laughs> How to deal with temper Ingbings. I about something that had an Ingbing. Okay. <laughs> so Josh gets that one. 
So more time. One point five. One point five. One. You're in the one. bottom. No. And this is the last one, right? Yeah, we're going to the last one currently, oh, Josh. Man. So now whoever gets it wins, right? One point five. And, and Charlotte lost. I should have. I should have. If I get this one, if she I nail this one, though, I'll have two, two points. Yeah. And if we don't That's get true. it. That's true. Right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so the, the uh, last one is tiger milk. Ten. This is a noun. Tiger <laughs> milk. Why did this, why would this one go first? <laughs> like, that's like a given? <laughs> tiger milk. Tiger milk. Tiger milk. Tiger milk. Tiger milk. Tiger milk. Who, who gets to guess first? Can you, can you say it in a sentence? I kind of feel like this one's too easy. Is it like... What? Do what? you know it? Uh, just, just tell me. This is a noun. I'll give you that much. It's a noun. Do you okay. Know, like, is it a given? Do you know it? Is that why you said that? Again, I feel like I do know it, and I'm gonna say Tiger something milk. stupid. Gas, gasoline, because back in the twenties okay. it was orange and black. <laughs> back in the twenties, okay. you wrote on tigers. Exxon <laughs> Tiger. Oh, Eve. Tiger. So Zach says gasoline. No, no that, was that was me. Yeah, that was Zach. That was Zach. That was just stupid. Oh, fine. Zach's like, don't put that on me. <laughs> I'm not that big of an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's all good. Um, tiger milk. Yeah, but I'm tiger milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes it a whole lot better when you say it like that. Tiger milk. <laughs> oh, stop it, you. Um, tiger milk. I'm gonna say that it's uh, it's 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 a noun, which means tiger milk. Yes, it is a noun. Zach wins. <laughs> I'm having an ingbing over here. Uh, tiger milk. I'm gonna say that it's um. It, it was non-dairy milk. <laughs> so it like, was soy. In the 1920s, you need to get yourself some you soy milk. You got some milk. almond milk. You got soy milk. You got your tiger milk. <laughs> and these days, you're not allowed to call it that. If no. it doesn't lactate, it ain't milk. <laughs> That's my guess, and I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say it was hooch. What? You're gonna use you're gonna use slang. To you have to use the, slang. the real. That's right, because I'm the cat's pajamas. Good lord, she's disqualified. <laughs> she's being... the she's the tiger's milk. Isn't You've she? lost forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us the bad news. Hey, you're really going with hooch? Yeah. It's so late. So you mean alcohol? Here, yes. Or liquor? <laughs> yes. Okay, and Charlotte wins. No! Yes! <laughs> yes, tiger milk was liquor. I, realizing at, as I got to the end that it wasn't really that difficult. You have to realize, though, that Zach's is right in its own way. You really... <laughs> wait, wait oh, what was yours? Non-dairy now? milk. Oh, non-dairy. <laughs> so I think Zach should get point two. Hey, you yeah. held it off with a lot of suspense. Good it game. Was awesome. Good that job. Was a good game, thank yeah. you. But, oh, thank you. Seth, as great as that game was, I feel like... Our game, yours and mine, was much better, don't you think? Make Josh look like an idiot. I don't know. Well, we, we did that pretty well. We did a good job. Yeah, you do that so well. Was that all a lie? <laughs> Here's a, a note for the uh, editor. You're going to need to cut out a good 20 minutes of this episode. I think you know where. No, okay. I have, I have something to say about this, though, because it was hilarious. I, I have to say something that no matter what you say, I can never forgive you. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Like, I, you have been so, is, so emboldened against me this whole episode, and I couldn't figure out why. And now I know it was all on a facade. Everything I felt about the man in the brown suit is No, I believe that. It was just the whole attitude the whole time. Through that whole thing, I'm like, what, why is she so... Why are they so against me here? You, asked, you asked for Seth's email so you could call him uh-huh. online. But like I you looked guys had over already been and talking. you guys had already been talking, and I yeah, was like, I was afraid you huh? saw that, and I still didn't put it. Together. Welcome to Don't Stab Your Friends in the Back. This is an example of <laughs> when you do when you do it, and it, it's regrettable. Okay, for so all. so let me tell you what happened. It shows the huge difference between an INTJ and an INTP because I'm the J and and Seth is the P. I was like, hey, Seth, do you want to help me prank Josh? And he's like, yeah, sure. What are we gonna do? I was like. I don't know. That's why I asked for your help. And he was like, you have nothing. I'm like, I have nothing. Just the idea to prank Josh. And he's like, all right. And in like, in like an hour, he figured out the whole thing. He had the whole idea. He sent wow. me an email with the whole plot and all the Japanese <laughs> names. 
You guys are so full of it. And I've been like looking at my phone the whole time because I was like, I can't remember any of these names because I'm so stupid. <laughs> so it was all it was all ruse by nuts so crazy. No, 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 it was not all a lie. Oh, what was a part of the truth? Uh, so the, any good lie has a, a decent amount of truth in it. Yes. Guy Fieri, uh, 2018. Not, not so Kirino is a real mystery writer who oh. really was famous in the 90s and is still famous, uh, very famous, and she wrote lots of mystery books in Japanese and they got translated into English. Verisimilitude. <laughs> the, my favorite word is coming back to haunt me. <laughs> a little bit of truth in the lie. It's kind of dorky, my favorite word. It is pretty That's dorky. That's an awesome but, word. But it's a great anyway, word. Anyway, so she really wrote this book, The Goddess Chronicle. And it, But it wasn't about that. Uh, nothing. That, that you know how many episodes I have to wait to get her back? <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be so far in the future when she doesn't expect it. Do you know how much I've been abused these past, what, six episodes? We've been nothing but saints to her. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, this yeah. episode has run over time. I have to cut something. Oh, oh, really? Uh-huh. I see. Well, we all had a bit of a bit of fun. A bit of fun? But in the end, I think we learned a thing or two about... Well, not hurting our friends. And about never inviting <laughs> Seth back. <laughs> never letting Seth and Charlotte talk. Josh is going to go have some tiger's milk and drown Gas? his sorrows. Lactose-free lactose milk, milk right? He's lactose intolerant. I am, fun fact. <laughs> yeah, that's real fun. It's not really that fun fact, though, because it has no bearing on, on me as a person because I drink milk, eat ice cream, and pretend like it doesn't bother me. Well, uh, Seth, we're talking about Josh again, so can we go back to that part where we uh, pranked him and it was really funny? Oh, yeah. I you both. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to I this. Didn't think, I didn't think he was going to get upset, but it actually worked. <laughs> it was just because Charlotte kept saying, like, but you don't know this. And I'm like, I wasn't acting annoyed, and she kept doing it. And as time, the reverse psychology, I the, more, the more she did it, the more I actually did. <laughs> I'm usually a good person. She yeah, made me this way. Emotional like, distress to come out of this, but it it worked. You guys. <laughs> My favorite prank though that I've ever played on Josh, which isn't very many, but um, I, I put um, your mom was having like a an all girls party oh, and I made you that. leave, and I I put Saran wrap inside the cap of your body wash, so that when, when you went to, I remember that when you went. To, like, take a shower and you're squeezing it and nothing's coming out. The best part about that prank, though, was the fact that I told your mom I wanted to do it. And she's like, I'll go get the saran wrap. Like, she was all My mom's in. always, like, this, you're turning every single member of my family against me, <laughs> one by one. So next, you and my dad have some crazy big prank Zach about me. Zach is always going to be on your side. But dad goes no. hardcore. Like, there's going to be faking deaths when you I do his prank. I will never get your dad involved, I promise. <laughs> well, Seth, I was going to thank you for joining us on Don't Drink the Tea, but I think you know that's null and void. Uh, oh, yeah. I, oh, I, I need to post this episode now. I need to say that the next book we're going to read is The Secret of Chimneys. It's a good book, Seth, if you want to read it. Yeah, and if you want to listen to our I'll episode... i find the English readers version. <laughs> I would bring it to you, but I wouldn't... And then they all died. I wouldn't be able to bring it to you in time for ah. the visit before I upload it, I don't think. Or maybe I will. We'll see. That's right, you're going to Japan. I'm going to go to Japan to see Seth and punch him right in the face for this. <laughs> the moment I get off the plane, I'm like, where's that tall blonde boy among the Asians? <laughs> He's got to be here. Wear a hockey mask, uh, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> okay, thanks, Seth. And thanks all our listeners... Uh, for, listening. for listening, you yes. should comment and say if you're if you feel bad for Josh or if you thought it was a good joke. Don't nobody, feel bad for nobody's Josh. gonna feel bad for me. They're they like might. that jerk deserves. It. Never. Well, <laughs> they don't know you personally yet to know I'm a terrible person. Right. Right. It'll be interesting to see how much he edits. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I guess I can leave it full length. I don't think anybody's gonna complain. Um, I can think of one person who would, but... Do they... You? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Secrets. Secrets. Okay. Uh, how are we going to sign out now? The longest silence that's uh... ever been in this show. <laughs> We're going to sign out with silence. <clears throat> let's have a moment of silence for Josh's pride. No, let's <laughs> say goodbye. How, how do we say goodbye in Japanese? Uh... Goodbye in Japanese. <laughs> nice. Womp womp. <laughs>
I, I have to teach her English now, too. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Sayonara. Oh, yeah, we know. Oh, yeah, that. duh. Sayonara. <laughs> I know that one. Wow. Sayonara, y'all. We pranked ourselves. <laughs> Sayonara. Bye. Bye. <laughs>